0: Greetings and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, I want to get started by saying thank you. Thank you so much for just your your dedication to this podcast and, and your willingness to share this message with those around the world. This is a worldwide podcast that goes to just about every place In the world, on every podcast platform imaginable, and if not, it will be soon. I want to announce that the Traveling Pulpit podcast has surpassed 750 total downloads. I am so thankful for you for that. Thank you so much. I cannot just, I am absolutely beside myself. You know, uh, here at the Traveling Pulpit, we take great pride and pleasure in delivering the Word of God to you. You know, I told my wife this morning how excited I was about uh, reaching this milestone, and she believes this podcast is going to go well beyond the 750 that we've already reached and beyond that. The greater the number, the more people can be reached, but we're doing it one person at a time. You see, when I first started this podcast, I didn't have a target audience. I didn't even have a, 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 I guess, a purpose for doing this. I just wanted to just do God's will, just be able to deliver the word of God to one person. And that one person that gets this message week in and week out has now multiplied tremendously. And, and over 750 plus downloads, the traveling pulpit over two years is still going strong. And that is a testament to the listener, to the hearer, to the person who takes this message and and uses it to turn their life around. Not because of me, but because of the our Lord and Savior, because of the, his ability to turn our lives around, because of the truth you have allowed the truth to come and set you free. Why? Because the truth changes you. And once you hear the truth, once you know the truth, you cannot unhear it and you cannot unknow it because the truth, the absolute truth is what sets you free. And you've heard me say this before on the podcast. You'll hear me say it again today. If you, or, or if you, the man of God, Do not bring a person to Christ based on their sin. All you're doing is motivational speaking. It is that simple. There is no other way around it. We have to bring our sin sick sin filled bodies to the to to the 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 threshing floor because that is where the ground is level. The ground is level at the foot of the cross, and that is where we have to bring our sick-filled, sin-sick-filled bodies to that place. Because only there can the Lord receive us, and the Lord can heal us. I am so certain that that is how it's done. And there will come a day for those who do not listen to the word, who do not heed the warning signs. That day is coming for that person. So we are in a position now to go after those who who have heard the word, but have denied it, who have heard the word, but not adheres to its power and who has heard the word and has shut their heart off to it. It is our responsibility to go at them again and again and again until something happens in their life. We don't have to be pushy about our our way of walking. We don't have to be pushy about our words that come out of our mouth. We don't have to be aggressive in our approach to our brothers and sisters. What we have to do is continue to live our lives live our lives before them and let the truth in us make the decision in them. But at the same time, traveling pulpit family, we should not be ashamed of who we are and we should not tuck tail and run when the times of trouble comes our way. You see, it simply means that we believe in a God so powerful then the present world we live in that we're willing to sacrifice our own lives as he gave his son's life for us on the cross. That's what it means. That's what it means. It means that that he requires a sacrifice. And Christ is our sacrificial offering. He died for all of our sins. But now it's time for you traveling pulpit family. What will you sacrifice? What, what will you give up? What will you give up to have that opportunity to be with the Lord and, the, and, and Savior? You know, over the course of this week, I struggled. I struggled, man. I tell you, I struggled bad. My flesh was weak. My, my, my thoughts were weak my my actions i just was not myself and i struggled with this message i struggled to get a message and even now i have just been able to look through the bible find the things that are affecting me and 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 have the ability to speak on them simply because the flesh is weak and the bible tells us that In Matthew 26 and 41, when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane and he was praying and he told his disciples to uh, wait here, that he was going to go over and pray. But he also gave them a warning in uh, uh, verse 41 of chapter 26 of Matthew. He said, watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation, The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. All of our flesh is weak. There is not a person on earth who does not have weak flesh. And I'm openly admitting that I've had weak flesh this whole entire week. I've had anxiety issues. I've had depression issues. I've been seeing the world for what it is and my flesh got weak. But here is how I handle my flesh. Here is how I handle my anxiety and my depression and how I see the world. I fight through those things to see the cross. I fight through those things to see my savior, how he sacrificed himself for a wretch like me, a sinner, a no good man of flesh how he turned my life around because I gave him my life and I sacrificed those things that, that, that were once important to me that are no longer important to me, but they are important to the world. And I struggled all this week, but I fought tooth and nail, one prayer after the other. Lord, do not forget about me. Lord, do not leave me in this state. Lord, leave. do not leave me in, in my state. Thoughts do not leave me to my own flesh devices, but take from me, Father. Take from me my 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 spirit of feelings and my spirit of emotions. Take those things from me and throw them into the pit of hell and fill me with Your Holy Spirit, because Your Holy Spirit, Father, is the is the the ultimate weapon. It is the the helmet. It is the breastplate. It is the sword and the shield and the belt and the shoes and which are the, of the feet of the uh, peace. It is those things. That's what his spirit is. And those are the things that I've had to ask for, for this week. Those are the things that I have to fight through to, to, to this week, simply because if our flesh is weak, the desires of the world are strong. And over in Mark eight thirty six, the Lord um, gives another warning to his disciples when he says, For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? Absolutely nothing, traveling pulpit family. You see, when I'm down in my flesh, everything looks good to me, man. You know, I see cars and trucks and houses and money and and riches and fame and glory. I see all those things. That is what my flesh does to me. It makes me want what the world has to offer. But I have to remember the world, whatever it gives you, it has a receipt attached to it because it wants its payment back in full. You see, Christ gave his life for us to have eternal life. And that is nothing that he wants back in return. He just wants us with him. His sacrifice on the cross traveling pulpit family was not alone. Though he was loaned to this world by his father, his sacrifice is not alone. His sacrifice is eternal. He made the way possible for God and man to coexist. Because man had become such a wretch on this earth. He had become such a sinful, sick individual on this earth. And he has allowed himself to gain the whole world. And for that, he has now lost his soul because there are certain men in our society who are doing everything in their power to destroy mankind, everything in their power. They have gained the entire world and they are using it against the world itself simply because they feel like their money, their riches, their power has made them successful when, in fact, they have cowed down and and is kissing the tail of none other than Satan himself. They are not standing face to face with Satan. They have their lips puckered. Satan is bent over and they're kissing his tail. That's what they're doing. Because that's what he gets great pleasure in. He is a perverted angel who has perverted mankind to pervert itself against its own creator. So Christ wants to know what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? You see, the world gives, but the world takes back what it gives. There is an old saying for that, that I grew up hearing, but I won't, uh, I won't repeat that because it's nothing that would bring any, uh, closure to what I'm saying in this message. The world gives, but the world also takes away. You see, this is why Jesus, when he was in the garden of Gethsemane over in John 17, Uh, which is known as his high priestly prayer, Jesus was talking to the father when he was away from the disciples. And one of the things he talked to the father about was he was grateful that the father had given him authority over all flesh. You see, you have to understand when Jesus came to the earth, he had a responsibility. His responsibility was not the weather, His responsibility was not the animals. His responsibilities was not farming. His responsibilities was not the stock market. His responsibility was people. He was in charge over all flesh. Being sent into the world, his father gave him authority over all flesh. And so Christ came to all flesh to be with all flesh, to sacrifice himself for all flesh. But in John 17, Jesus is now in his high priestly prayer, speaking to his father, giving thanks for the authority over all flesh that he was given. But at this point in his prayer, he announced to his father that he was not praying for the world of flesh, but he was praying for the flesh that was given unto him for the reason why he came into the world. You see, he wasn't praying for everyone. He was praying for those that his father had sent to him that he would have authority over, not the world, because the world, again, has its own agenda. The world wants to live its own way. The world wants to make its own rules. The world wants to destroy its own self. But Christ did not come to destroy the world. He came to give a way of salvation to those in the world who would accept him as Lord and Savior and and King. That is what he came into the world for. And so in his high priestly prayer in in John 17, he says in verse nine, I am not praying for them, meaning I'm not praying for all flesh in the world. I'm not praying for the world, he says, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours and and all. Uh, for they are yours. Then he says, all are yours. All mine are yours and all yours are mine. And I am glorified in them. Meaning the people, the flesh that the Lord Jesus came into the world for, he is now being glorified for them. And for those who have accepted him, he is glorified because of them. So I'm telling you, traveling pulpit family, today is a day of choice. You see, recently they have announced that they are giving a million dollars in a lottery to an individual who takes a vaccine. You see, th- this vaccine it is of the world. And again, what did I say of the world? What profit a man to gain the world but lose his soul? What do you think a million dollars is going to do to someone who gains it for the price of his soul? And then what happens to the, the people who get the vaccine but do not win the lottery? Have they been stuck for nothing? What happens to the person who does not gain the world but because of the world lose their soul? You have to be careful, traveling pulpit family, when dealing with the affairs of the world. Why? Because the world gives, but the world takes from its own self. The world is a savage which within its own self, and it will eat their own. The world is a cannibalistic uh, state upon which it will eat its own. We're seeing what they're doing to the unborn now. And you've heard me say on this podcast before, this is a pro-life podcast. This is a Second Amendment podcast. This is a Constitution Standing Behind podcast. We, this is a Christ-filled, God-believing, God-receiving, God-teaching podcast. This is who we are. And this is what we do. So to gain the whole world, to lose our soul, that is not going to happen in, 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 not on this podcast. No certain it won't happen, but this is the podcast that is going to introduce you to the Lord based on your sin. Because you have an opportunity to come to the Lord because of your sin, because no one can clean you up, but the Lord and no one will, will handle you the way the Lord will simply because when you come to the Lord, and you will let and you let him handle you and you let him clean you up and you let him cleanse you of your sin. Do you not know that you are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses? Do you not know the benefit of what it means to come under the protection of the Lord Jesus Christ to have him protect you, to have him look out for you? knowing that you are now surrounded by a cloud of witnesses, you become great in the father's eyes. Why? Because the blood of Christ, the blood of his son who shed his blood for us on Calvary is now on you. You are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses, says Hebrews 12. So that you now can lay aside The sinful weight that you once carried. All the burden of hate that you once felt in your heart, all the pain and iniquity of being hurt by someone else, you can now lay that down. No longer does sin have to cling to you so closely, but yet you will now be able to get up and run with endurance the race that has been set before you, looking to Jesus, who is the founder and perfecter of your faith, as he is the founder and perfecter of my faith. That is the cloud of witnesses that you have when you come into a relationship with Jesus Christ. That is the protection that you have when you give him your life and you lay your life down to the truth. The truth is what sets you free because the truth is what makes you free. And once you hear the truth, you can no longer unhear the truth. And once you see the goodness of the Lord uh, happening in your life, no longer can you unsee the goodness of the Lord happening in your life. He is God today. He is God tomorrow. He is God forever lasting. And I tell the truth to your traveling pulpit family. If you only give him that opportunity, to be Lord and King in your life can those things and will those things happen for you and i know it to be true because now after a week of struggling after a week of 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 going through the, the issues of the world, the stresses of the world, and 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 the things that, that partake themselves of the world, am I now stronger to deliver this message to you to let you know that if I came through it with the truth of God in my heart and in my life, so can you. And all you have to do is give them a try. I'm, I'm not telling you that 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 uh this is what you have to do I'm telling you, you have a choice in what to do. And the choice is yours. Will you accept the Lord Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior? Will you come into relationship with him? Will you allow him the opportunity to to be the the leader in your life to take over from from the struggles that you've been going through so that he can take over? and carry the weight and the burden that you've been carrying for so long. And all you have to do is very simple, is confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Now, what does that mean? That means that you have just begun the first step into building a relationship with Jesus, the Christ. What that means is that now you have admitted that you want the Christ in your life, that you want an opportunity to have your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And it's, it's not too late. It is not too late until it is too late. But today, you nor know, the hour, is not it. It could be. We don't know. I'm saying that today and the hour is not it because we're still here. But when that day and hour comes, when it is no longer possible. It'll be too late, but today is a great opportunity for you, and all I do is offer to you, Christ. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Are you that one that is willing to give your life now so that you can be saved? The opportunity, the opportunity is here, but the opportunity will not last. But the opportunity and the choice is yours. And with that said, traveling pulpit family, I want to thank you once again for allowing me the opportunity to come and, and just witness to you, to lay down to you the, the purpose and the reasoning for God's word. And also the opportunity to start that relationship with his son, Jesus, by whichever name you call him. If you call him Yeshua with the E, if you call him Yeshua with the A, By whatever, if you call him Jesus, by whatever name you call him, call him and he will hear you. Traveling pulpit family, once again, thank you for the milestone of 750 downloads. Thank you for the uh, opportunity to come and give these weekly messages to you. Thank you for supporting this podcast. Thank you for, for welcoming me into your life to be a part of your life. But most importantly, thank you for letting Christ be a vessel of teaching that you will hear the word of God, not me, but him. He only uses me to get his point across. So I pray that you do not hear my voice, But you hear his that you do not answer to my call, but you do his because his call is what is what matters. I have to ask for forgiveness just like you will. I'm just like you, a sinner. Who needs forgiveness and because of the blood of Christ on the hill of Golgotha on which we call Calvary. His blood was shed for me and his blood was shed for you. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory and with great joy to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion and authority before all time now and forever. Amen. God bless you. I love you. I look forward to doing this with you on next week. Thank you. Continue to support the traveling pulpit through social media, through uh, sharing this message with someone, you know, please, if you see me on social media, uh, please don't be afraid to reach out to me. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, uh, Twitter, please reach out to me. Um, I'd be glad to hear from you and also traveling at gmail dot com you can uh, check check out the uh the website it's going under some construction because i changed the logo and and I'm trying to figure out how to get the uh the new logo posted but but please the uh the website is up it's still active it's still going and uh, but uh but yes please check me out um social media thank you this seven fifty is gonna go beyond where my imagination can go and believe me, I have an imagination, but you make it possible. So thank you once again for making this possible. The traveling pulpit is heard throughout the world. So let us pray for our brothers and sisters who are, who are under bondage, who are being tormented and being executed for their faith. Your sacrifice is not forgotten. Your work, though it may end here, your work is still going on for the sacrifices that you made because it's happening throughout the world. But we will not tuck tail and run. God bless you, Traveling pulpit Pit family. Talk to you soon. Bye for now.